Coast to Coast, the hockey podcast. Welcome, everybody. My name is Danny. I'm one of your co-hosts uh, for this hockey podcast. Um, it is a podcast by fans, for fans. I'm here with my buddy, March. March, you want to say hello? Hello, everybody. My name is March, and I'm uh, the other co-host on this show. Well, buddy, we've been talking about this for quite some time now, and pretty exciting to get this show started. Um, I think we should... I guess, uh, make some introductions a little bit uh, to get, get things started, and then we can dive into the topics we're going to cover today. Sounds good. Perfect. I guess I can go first here. Uh, so my name is March. Uh, I am from Vancouver. Uh, however, I'm not a Canucks fan. <laughs> I am uh, a Habs fan. Um, and uh, my role on the podcast is pretty much uh, I'm a co-host alongside Danny here. And uh, aside from that, yeah, Danny, you can go. Yeah, ahead. and for myself, I'm originally from Montreal, lived there pretty much all my life, but I moved to Calgary uh, just before COVID. And just like you said, uh, I'm more inclined to watch the Canadians, uh, mostly because of the way that it's covered and the broadcasting that goes around it. But more, more importantly, I'm more of a hockey fan first and a players first fan. Um, I guess we can kind of describe why we wanted to get this podcast started i know we've been talking about it for a lot for so long but uh you want to just tell the folks like uh, the audience where did this started and why we're doing this uh sure so basically we come from or we uh danny and i met through twitter uh my my at on twitter is ffs price and danny's here is uh triple x one three seven and uh, we met on Twitter and we did a lot of spaces on Twitter. And pretty much what that is, is essentially just uh, an area where you can talk to people over voice chat. And um, it's, it's, it's essentially a platform that we use to talk really pretty much about hockey and engage in a lot of other topics as well, uh, including casual talk. Yeah. Uh, so we thought, well, why not put this onto a platform like a podcast? Since we do it anyways, we spend a good amount of time on it uh, every week, whether it's uh, 30 minutes to uh, sometimes up to an hour and a half or something like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, like, and I've said this to you before, but, uh, you know, uh, the fact that Montreal gets, you know, big markets like Toronto, Montreal, the Rangers, uh, maybe Chicago, uh, you know, these big markets, they have such good broadcasting, uh, big fan bases. Uh, they have shows around, talk shows about uh, about the sports. So it's very easy for the fans to find some content and people to relate to. But at the same time, I think that this is my personal opinion. I think Montreal is completely unbeatable when it comes to um the broadcasting that uh, they have, whether it's in French or English, um, mm -hmm. and also the fans that you know they're they're interacting on Twitter. For those, by the way, that don't know what Twitter Spaces are, it's kind of like a uh, it's like a Zoom meeting in a public, basically. Uh, that's pe basically people yeah, can pretty much host the space, and they can go on, uh, and people can randomly join by topic if they're searching the topic, or if you follow somebody already, uh, then this is where you see them live, and you can just join in to to talk. Um, exactly. I the way the reason why I wanted to start this podcast mainly was to give a voice for our fans. Like uh, we plan on interacting a lot with our fans, and also uh, maybe have some guests from time to time as well uh, on the show. Uh, I think this, you know, and this doesn't have to be a Canadian market as well. Uh, we're open to all teams and all cities. Uh, I think there's a lot of value of bringing uh, uh, everybody on, on the call. So, yeah. Um, 
maybe the logo, I think we can just explain it why we're called Coast to Coast. I, I think we can cover that as a kind of, it's kind of self-explanatory, but we can still just say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit self-explanatory. I mean, uh, uh, it was a bit of a process coming up with the name um, in terms of Coast to Coast. It's, it's, I mean, Danny and I don't necessarily live in the same city. Um, and I know Danny lives sometime in Montreal and I've been living in Vancouver my whole life. And you can kind of already tell uh, Vancouver and Montreal's uh, uh, pretty much uh, coast to coast of Canada. However, um, I have a lot of friends. Um, I have some in Montreal. I have a good buddy of my, uh, mine in LA. Um, and, you know, and we all connected through hockey. So the way we see it and, and the way I see it is um, if we're going to make these connections uh, through this podcast, well, why not um, call it something that pretty much is place-based in terms of, hey, coast to coast, uh, we're meeting people coast to coast, different hockey opinions, not just, you know, even if we're Montreal fans, not just Montreal hockey, but all hockey. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what the difference is. I have a lot of respect. Like, uh, I think we both have mutual respect for our, our knowledge as well. I'm not saying that I'm a hockey guru or I'm, I'm there dreaming of X and O's on, on the board and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not, nothing like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I do take a lot of interest in a lot of organizations. So for me, it's, yeah, I mean, I follow the Canadians uh, pretty much every single game. Uh, but when, the, when they're eliminated from the playoffs, example, I have no problem following other teams and I taking interest. So, yeah, I I would consider myself a Montreal fan first, but yeah. I am a hockey fan second. Like I and I am really into the um, trying to find the term here, not really technical aspect, but uh, uh, the behind the scenes of contracts and stuff like that. Like I, uh, I'm like the draft, like everything about this and and prospects. Like I'm not just someone that looks at the, the what's on the screen and, and the hockey rink. Like I just love everything behind the scenes and I love, that's what I, if you look at my Twitter feed, that is, that is it. So. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess so. So, and, and you know what, like uh, in terms of topics we're going to talk about in this podcast, I think we, you know, again, self-explanatory, but we're going to cover the NHL as a whole. Uh, there's always, there's no shortage of topics. I think every single day there's a new one that comes up, I think. So, so the frequency of these podcasts, they might, and the length as well, they're going to be very, uh, uh, I guess, casual or, or uh, randomized, I think. I don't know what the right word here, but uh, basically, if something big is happening, this is where we have no problem hosting an episode just for that, even if it's a short mm-hmm, one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and although we're Montreal fans um, and hockey fans, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't think we're going to focus too too much on the really small things, even if it's Montreal, because this, even though it might be Montreal themed or there might be, a, 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 like we're Montreal fans, we want to talk about other teams as well. So yeah. uh, we're not going to talk about, uh, uh, you know, uh, Pizzetta's uh, signing bonus. You know. <laughs> or yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I think we, yeah, we don't. We sometimes like sometimes also talk about like even what's happening in our lives or uh, latest movie we saw or whatever things happening. So this will also happen. So uh, the last the last disclaimer I want to actually leave the the audience with uh, before we get into the topics here. I would just say that uh, we're not meant to be professionals here. I think there's no intent of us to have 
uh, you know, like six audio engineers and then and be sponsored by Budweiser and I don't know what, like, it, this is not at all the direction that we're trying to take yeah. here. I think it's, it's mostly like if we have just some sort of platform that is consistent, we can have some people join in, we can have, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Like we know a lot of people on Twitter. Um, if we can have some, some people from, from various cities and stuff, join us from time to time, give their take on, on the, uh, on the league or whatever happening with their hometown team, uh, that would be awesome. I think. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think and and in the idea of not being professional um isn't <laughs> isn't to the extent of you know we're going to be absolute goofballs, but yeah. um we're we're good buddies and we like we said we do Twitter spaces as it's not like we we do Twitter spaces in a professional manner. Um we just we just chat about what we see on Twitter or what we see I mean Twitter is a good resource in terms of 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 certain things. Um but you know as well as just catching up what we did about the week. So uh, that's how we want to kind of take this approach in terms of this podcast. Um, but you're not going to have me sitting here for 30 minutes talking about uh, what I had for lunch on Tuesday or something like that. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess the big topics, I know there's, there, there's been a few things that happened uh, in the, in the recent days here, but uh, let's, uh, you know the way that we we saw this first episode panning out is is to be at least published or created before the first before the draft and i think we can revisit the draft once it's over maybe it's the first, after the first round or um or even after the the whole uh, the the whole seven rounds i guess we can go uh, do another episode there um did you have any thoughts? Did you want to talk about the draft? Do you want to go through that? Yeah, so the draft i was actually thinking of you know so the, obviously it's a lot to talk about if we're going to talk about every other team. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know if anyone needs an introduction to the draft at all. I mean, it's, it's, you can find it on cat friendly. We use certain tools like cat friendly and uh, hockey DB mm -hmm. elite prospects, stuff, stuff like that, just to kind of, you know, be able to understand things. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know anything about anything, uh, the order is as uh, the Chicago Blackhawks are picking first, Anaheim second, Columbus third, um, San Jose fourth, Montreal fifth. And in terms of Montreal, the reason I'm, I'm highlighting Montreal here is because we kind of already know where what the top four is going to be. So I was thinking personally of focusing on what Montreal might pick as well as um, who the Canucks might pick because they have made uh, as an interesting move uh, really? recently. And... Yeah, because well, it's just a conversation I've been having, okay, uh, uh, or I've been thinking about as of late. I don't want to show any bias here about uh, <laughs> you know being in Vancouver and being a Habs fan, but um, you know when it comes to the Coyotes or whatever, I mean the Coyotes could be an interesting topic because you know uh, they could pick uh, Connor Bedard, you know who who are, you know is he going to play in a, a ten thousand seat stadium? Who knows? I mean, there's who knows where he's playing, so. Yeah. Uh, if he goes there, but anyways, yeah, that's what I think. But I don't know about yourself. I think we can. You're right about the Vancouver. I think they would recently. I mean, who saw that coming with the uh, Oliver Ekman Larson uh, buyout? Uh, I don't yeah. know. I, like this is such a hurting topic. I think for people in Vancouver, like I know Elliot Freeman recently like said, "Oh, this is a fantastic move and uh, it's so interesting and amazing." Mm -hmm. uh, these guys are going to be stuck with the with paying him for like eight years. Like Caulfield is going to be yeah. in his thirties when when this guy is going to get, <laughs> you know, uh, 
Um, this, yeah. The thing is, they they only pay the four million for um, they only pay four million for not this year. They next year they only pay a hundred thousand, I do believe, okay. and then they pay four million, and they in terms of cap hit, for two years only, and then the rest I believe is is two million, which isn't too bad. And don't forget that I think next year the cap's going up by one million, but the next year, and take this with a grain of salt because I haven't heard it from anyone who's who's you know a source here mm -hmm. but they should be going up by four to five million in the next season um i saw somewhere so that, that the, the cap space. i saw somewhere that the the cap is going to be like uh mid 90s by 2025 in two years i don't even know what the cap space is right now okay i mean we can look is it, it up 80 something i think so i mean we can look it up but i know that halves are are all in red and cap friendly when you look at the page. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're at eighty four minus uh, one point two two million. So I'm, Sean Sean Monahan. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. Okay, so say the order goes as Chicago takes Connor Bedard, mm -hmm. Anaheim takes uh, Adam Fantilli, yeah. um, Columbus takes Leo Carlson. And San Jose takes uh, Will Smith. Who do you think Montreal should take? Uh, before we even and, get okay. to Montreal, Will... I have to say that that would break yeah. my heart. I'm uh, I don't know why, but I'm feeling Will Smith. To be honest with you, when it comes to those, um, what was it? Uh, Benson, Will Smith. Uh, who was the other? Mishkov. Mish well, Mishkov. Yeah, and he's like in a different category of himself uh, completely. But um, <laughs> who was the other guy as well? Yeah, uh, I can look it up here. Oh, Reinbacher. Uh, Ryan Leonard. Sorry, Ryan Leonard. So. Oh, Ryan Leonard. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming. Let's just hope that Chicago. Not sorry, sorry, not Chicago. Um, San Jose. They don't really inspire me as uh, for me like. Uh, I know we've talked about this before, like irrelevant, those irrelevant teams. I personally, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of San Jose, just by the way that, but it hurts to have them on, on their knees. Like, I don't think it, it does any good for the NHL to have uh, one of their California teams on their mm, knees. Yeah. Uh, but the way I see them personally, they're, I don't think they're well run. I think it's very questionable that the way that they're doing business as well. Um, they kind of remind me like the yeah. Flyers of the West. I don't know. It's mm, yeah. they've been uh, running in, running in circles for quite some time now. Yeah, I I I I think the Flyers are starting to pick it up here, but the San Jose um and it's a it's actually something I was going to talk about Vancouver, but San Jose, I believe, I can't see a direction with that team because None. um because they've got Couture, they got all these guys and then they are looking to sell guys and they don't have any prospects necessarily. They've got William Eklund. And then I don't know what else, like I, it, it seems like that team is kind of in limbo. So I don't know if they do take Will Smith. I think that's good for them. I think that's the smart move. I do think that Mitch Cobb would also be really smart for them. Um, but, and they've been known, right? Like to take risks. Remember that defenseman that they, they, they drafted the one Ryan, Merkley or whatever. Oh, Merkley. Yeah, Merkley. I mean, yeah. Didn't he have like some attitude problems and I don't know what. So, yeah, he's a total. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, they they drafted him, but that was under another GM, I guess. There's a new GM now, but I don't know. It's I the only reason I'm bringing San Jose and putting some focus on it is just I'm hoping that they they take one of the players I don't want. 
you know, basically. Uh, let them, you know, for me as a, yeah. as a Habs fan, I think I'd like to see the Habs. Maybe they can target Mishkov if he, if they really checks out, like with uh, Babarov and, and whatnot, like if they do their due diligence. Mm-hmm. But I really want to, I really want to see Wolfsmith. Really, really a lot. Uh, I can't emphasize it enough. Um, I agree. I really want to see Will Smith because of how much Kent Hughes loves him. Yeah. Um, and you know that's uh, Suzuki and Will Smith. I mean, or Will Smith and Suzuki. I think that's fantastic. And I I do agree. If a San Jose just takes them, and and here's the thing. I think when it comes to okay Montreal in 2018, Montreal in 20. Uh, 2022 and Montreal in 2023. I think all three of those years, Montreal is the team that has that that has the power to change the draft. They did it. So that's for sure. Every well, time yeah, they were yes. like the huge. Uh, they were the they caused so much drama, whether it was positive or negative. Yeah, exactly. And you know, 2018 caught Kanyemi. 2022. You know, not necessarily the consensus number one overall, mm-hmm. sort of Slavkovsky. Yep. Now they, if they pass on Mitchkov, yep. or they, mind you, there's a lot of people that think that Mitchkov will fall. So who knows? Maybe that's not necessarily changing the draft. But I do think it's also in San Jose's hands in a in a way. If they take Mitchkov, that changes everything. If they take Will Smith, that doesn't really change a whole lot because the way I've been thinking as of late is, who do we take? Out of Mitchkov, in my opinion, who do we take out of Mitchkov, Ryan Leonard, and Zach Benson, in my opinion? Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've talked to you about this before. I mean, I, I don't want to make a Don Cherry out of, my, out of myself here, but I am personally through with the Europeans. I we, <laughs> We've talked about them. I mean, they're very rare that you're going to see some gamers when it comes to uh, Europeans. We just finished like the finals. I'm sorry, but Barkov did not deliver, in my opinion. Okay, uh, yeah. you know, Katkaniemi. We we saw what happened there. I was like, if you, I mean, you can say this on the record, but like, you remember, I was the one first saying that Katkaniemi, you know, <laughs> is very questionable yeah. here, and I was, you know, called a moron for yeah. for for saying that. So, <laughs> um, not by you, but like others as well. So I've never been a fan <laughs> of of this. I really like. Look at the Kachuk brothers, what they do on the ice. I know you're, you have your your opinions as well of Brady, but I don't know. I think just North North American players and Russians. I think Russians they can have some attitudes as, as well if they're mature and they're doing the right things outside the rink. I think they they could be a real asset. But I know you like also Swedish players, uh, but the whole European phase. If we're able to to draft a North American, that's where I would go personally. I I agree to an extent because you look at Vegas and they're the most Canadian team and they won the cup and and I don't think Americans are shy of of, of being really great. Yep. Um I really do find it funny that I wanted to talk about the Canucks because I I want you to name me one Canadian player on the Canucks. I'm going to make a fool of myself here, but I'm going to say JT Miller. Is he American or Canadian? He's American. He's American. One Canadian player, Demko. Is is it? Isn't Demko? He's American too. American. Okay. I, I, Tyler Myers is 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 dual citizenship. Okay. Am I gonna have to go on uh, look at the flags here, or, or you, you want to go I, ahead and tell me? I 
I, I, no, I, 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 okay, I'll go look at the flags because I don't even know <laughs> because I was going in my head. Yeah, I have and... them here. Okay. Um, actually, I don't have them here. Well, Brick, Brick Besser, yeah, he's American. Garland, um, he's American as well. He's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can, uh, I'm, Beauvillier? I, Beauvillier is Quebec. I think Beauvillier yeah. is Can- Yeah, it's Quebec. Okay, so he's Canadian. Yep. Uh, but they don't even really want him. They want to trade him as a cap dump or something like that. My God. Um, and and Quinn Hughes, American. Tyler Myers, both. Yeah. I think Kyle Burrows. I'm not sure if he's. Canadian There's a guy called uh, Guillaume but... Brisebois. Who, who is the hell? Who the hell is this? Is he? Is he a uh, uh, the Tampa's GM uh, son or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Guillaume Brisebois. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, he's Canadian from yeah. Quebec. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, but this is the the conversation I have with specific uh, Canucks fans that I know uh, that hey, I think Canadians are pretty good. But don't forget, I think every Canadian, or not every Canadian, but a majority of the Canadians that these guys draft are are horrible. Mm, Examples? Like horrible. Well, Jake Vertanen. The good old Canadian boys. uh, There's um, I I remember looking through this the other day Mm -hmm. Vancouver Canucks, uh, Canadian players. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can circle back to that. I mean, but yeah, that's fine. I'll, you can talk about something else here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I mean, again, we're not trying to be, you know, in any way like uh, saying that we like more countries than others. I'm just saying that you give me the choice between those three, three, four names for the Habs. And I'm I'm just going with the non-European one. Having said that, I'm looking at the list here from Sportsnet, and I'm seeing all these numbers uh, aligned with the with the pick for the Habs, and they're all C's. To be honest with you, I I cannot wait to see what what will be the outcome here of the trade uh, of the you know of the uh, the trades that are going to happen during the draft and after the draft and even after free agency because I have no idea what the hell is going on in in Kent Hughes' mind uh, when it comes to the Canadian center line. Um, I'm looking at the center line for them. I'm not even looking at the, my screen here. I'm just going off the top of my head. Evans and, and, and Doc and Monahan and Dvorak and, and Tezuki, and they want to get Dubois and they want to get Will Smith. Okay, what's with the centers here? I mean, are we yeah. are we emptying the centers on our team to make room for new <laughs> ones? Or we're just going to have yeah. uh, three lines of just centermen, you know? Yeah. I... <laughs> A lot of centers. That's why. That's why I believe that David Ryanbacher is in the mix. Um, yep. But I'm slowly being convinced that they will not take him. Really? Um, yeah, I don't see it. I see. I see two players in their future, and that is Matt V. Mitchkov and uh, Zach Benson. Those are my. Those are the two players I see. What do you know about Zach Benson? I don't want to put you on the spot here. Do you know a lot about him? Just gonna... You are putting me on the spot, but yes, he is a Canadian player. Okay. That's uh, number one here. And I'm going to pull up his elite prospects because I know he's a left winger. Yes. Yeah. Um, Zach Benson, he is small. He's very light. 5'10". Same thing as Suzuki, no? But he's 159 pounds. He's very skinny. That's right. Yeah. Um. But he's he's, he's he makes uh, Caulfield look it, he makes Caulfield look like a jack eye. <laughs> well, uh, Caulfield is very jacked. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he plays for the Winnipeg Ice of the WHL. The WHL is is 
is, in my opinion, the the hardest to score league in the CHL. Mm. And, and, and you said Winnipeg got, Ice. Is that a real team yeah. or? Yes, it's a real team. Yeah, I was just referring. Apparently. I was just referring to uh, that they moved recently. They were sold and moved. Oh, yeah. I was just oh, making. Really? I was just making a joke. Yeah, yeah. They were sold. They're oh. leaving Winnipeg. Well, they said that they're. It says that they're in Wenatchee, exactly. Washington. Yeah, they used to be in Winnipeg like not two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, two weeks ago. Well, not even a week ago. Okay. I, I, I just I, my heart goes out to the people in Winnipeg. To be honest with you, they they they're seeing their entire cold core implode. Uh, their AHL team is uh, not AHL, sorry, but like the WHL team is is sold and moved as well. What a you know, I feel for them. I really hope yeah. that their, their GM really knows what he's doing. To be honest with you, because we're hearing Hellebuck, uh, Dubois for sure, he's gone. Uh, other core players as well. Who is it, Chifley or uh, Blake Wheeler? I think one of the two is moving as well. Blake Wheeler. There's some interesting update on him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll mention it. Um, they want to apparently buy him out. Nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> so he's going straight to Colorado, nice. I guess. Basically, everybody's going. He's going to Colorado. somewhere. I've, I've, uh, I've liked. Um, I like Wheeler. I've always liked them. Mm-hmm. The problem is they stripped to see for a reason. Yeah. And I feel like there's a there's a really toxic environment in that locker room, mm-hmm. despite. Despite what Hellebuck has said on on podcasts and whatever, I just feel like like Shifley is an issue. I feel like Wheeler might be an issue. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dubois is an issue, but like he might just be an issue for the management, you know. But aside from that, Tony Marinaro was yeah. talking about uh, Tony Marinaro and Eric Engels were talking about. Uh, I listened to a lot of like. By the way, for those listeners, like I I spend quite some time listening to different. Uh, uh, other podcasts and, and professional uh, insiders and stuff. But Eric Engels was talking and he was completely like counter up. Tony Marinero was giving all the arguments on why Dubois is toxic and Eric Engels was complete opposite. And at some point you don't know who to believe, you know, um, but I'm based on what I'm seeing, especially like recently Dubois uh, was seen. He spent like a, for a Haitian club, I think uh, for a charity club, he spent like, Mm-hmm. Uh, he went like at 9 a.m. and finished at 7 p.m., uh, donating his time in the F1 uh, weekend in Montreal. So, uh, plus, all we see is him hanging out with the Habs as well. I mean, that's kind of natural. It's just steaming up, uh, fueling the uh, the rumors, I guess. Um, but mm-hmm. I have trust in this in this organization, the Habs that I have right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I just wanted to mention because I have it pulled up here. Zach Benson mm-hmm. um, leads the Winnipeg Ice in points. And number two on that team is um, Matthew Savoie. Yep. And he got drafted ninth overall by the Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. So, and if he, if, if, if Benson has more points than him, who's younger. And I, I just, I just feel like, okay, this guy's a, this guy's pretty for real. And I would love him because he's a left winger. He's, he's a smart player. Um, if if we got him and we passed up on Mitchkov, personally, I would be okay. On Benson, I would be okay. Yes. Interesting take. Who else? I, do I you might have? get some hate. Well, I don't know. You <laughs> might get some tweets here. By the way, do you want to plug in the uh, the username for the for the podcast that we have on Twitter as well? 
Uh, yeah, if I can remember it here. Okay, yeah, so our podcast, so we created a Twitter account for this. Uh, what we'll be doing is um, probably just retweeting things and posting yeah. the episodes on there as well, and we'll be sharing it on our main profiles. Uh, right. The bio of the podcast or the Twitter account um, has our uh, ats on there. Yeah. Um, our at for the podcast is at C2C. THP, which stands for Coast to Coast, the hockey podcast. Uh, if you don't, so at C2CTHP, or you can just search up Coast to Coast, um, the hockey podcast, and it'll pop up. Um, I think one of the things that we, yeah. can, uh, we can tell our listeners, I guess, or suggest to our listeners to do is also to, like, if they activate the notifications on them, on that account, like, we're not going to be spamming it. I mean, they can get their information elsewhere, mm, you yeah. know. But if they activate their notifications, they'll be able to uh, get a notification whenever we have a new episode up or something, you know. I don't know. We'll figure it. No, I out. agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things that I found, uh, I'm starting to talk like Elliot Freeman here, but one of the things that I found interesting <laughs> was uh, was that they can't use uh, humor. I mean, he spent like the two months after the season ended just to uh, announce Caulfield. Uh, Twitter is completely in shambles with Mishkov and I don't know what. And he's there. Uh, okay, well, this is the perfect time for Monaghan now, you know. And, and Monaghan <laughs> is suddenly flooding Twitter with these toast-eating pictures and stuff. And you know, it's just. It's, I took that photo, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, there's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just. I think it's hilarious. There's no shortage of topics. I mean, even um, it's almost like a drama, like a like a soap opera. You know, even that, the Carrie Price, you know, flooded uh, went viral today, uh, moving to Kelowna as well. All these things. Yes, I. Okay, do you want to mention our thoughts on Angela Price? We can. I mean. Look, I think there was a time for change. I mean, I, I personally, again, I'm speaking only for myself here. I was personally not a fan of the Angela Price. I mean, she did alleviate a lot of pressure uh, from her husband. You know, she did take on a lot on herself. Okay, that I, I, I can give her that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think they... Uh, do you know what, what Shea Weber's wife, her name is? Of course you don't. Me neither, you know. <laughs> But I'm, I can tell you for sure that she was somewhat welcoming, and she did her part as well in uh, in uh, you know helping out players and make make them feel home and all that. There was no need for Carrie Price to be married to Jennifer Aniston, you know, or or, or you know, like I think she was taking too much of a role. Yeah, I, that's my personal. I, I yeah, I believe that too. I I like I I personally have not nothing against her. I just find it kind of funny. I I find it humorous mm -hmm. that you know we see her t-shirts everywhere yeah. and she's the t-shirt seller yeah. and she's you know like she 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 dragged uh, Julie Petrie into yep. it as well yep. and you know and and you <laughs> anyways and I and the only reason I mentioned it is because there you know she's the only reason we even know that he's moving to Kelowna is because she's posting on Instagram yep. and. I believe I I don't know where I saw this. So I also take this with a grain of salt. But apparently, she said that they're going to still buy an apartment in Montreal for the work they're going to be doing in the community. Mm. Now I'm just thinking to myself, like, who's dragging who into what here? Like, is Angela saying, "Hey, Gary, like, you know, 
I have a t-shirt uh, contract. Are, yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, we have the inventory the here. We need to like my... liquidate. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, exactly. look, if Carey Price is going to be, I, I'm hoping. Let's, you know, from a serious perspective, I'm hoping that he will ha- play a role. I mean, we, we've heard some rumors about Byron being mm. uh, joining the front office. I wouldn't, but I would not at I all have... be surprised by this if it happens. I have not heard any of that. I did. Uh, there were rumors oh, about really? yeah, and again he was like spending the entire season uh, sitting next to uh, almost on Jeff Gordon's lap here, he was watching the games. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Like this shows out like how much of a Habs fan I am. Yeah. Well, so uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be it surprised is. to see uh, Byron play a bigger role if you're saying that they'll be they'll keeping a, they'll keep a like a relationship with Montreal. Uh, maybe that uh, uh, that, that Carey Price is gonna hopefully play a role within the organization. I mean, he is still getting paid, but I doubt maybe he won't. I, I don't know. I mean, if Vinny Cavalier is considered as a, as a special consultant to the GM and we see him never, we never see him. So I don't know. Uh, you carry price. Will he be even less? Maybe from a PR yeah, perspective. I, I don't know. I, I would really like him to stay with the team. I, they got to, re- okay. Hey, the, do they retire his Jersey? This, I think, will. I'd like to hear some opinions of Habs fan on this. So I guess we can talk about this at some point. But I think it, it's going to be hard uh, for me to. I don't know. What do you think? Do you want to go oh, over the hundred percent? Hundred percent. Yes, in my opinion, the winning, the winningest uh, goalie of all time in the Habs organization. What a term to use, winningness. I don't even know if that's a word. I don't know. I'm inventing. I'm inventing. No, no, it's a word. It is it's a word. a word. But I'm just saying that, like, the, I don't know why they use that. The 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 goaltender with the most wins. And yeah. I I feel like, sure, he doesn't have a cup. He has everything else. He has everything else, and I don't want like you said, it's getting into it now. I mean, t- me talking about Carey Price. The only reason I'm a Habs fan and a hockey fan is because of Carey Price. Mm-hmm. So for me to get into Carey Price, that's gonna extend this by like another hour. So yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I have a can, lot of respect for yeah. Carey Price. I actually love goalies and uh, uh, and all of that. So mm-hmm, me too. It's it's hard. I mean, I can't wait that we for us to talk about this uh, more as well and and see things uh, come to fruition. But uh, he's he's. Not, I mean, Luongo is retired. You know, if Luongo's mm, uh, yeah. But again, you know, the Panthers are not really at the same level as the Canadians in terms of history. I don't know about that. But the new organization, don't, they do embrace yeah. Carey Price, I think. Don't forget that Carey Price is under contract for another three more years. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily mean he can – that means that he can't sign a, any – he can't even work for the team. He can be around the team He can because he's signed. But it's not like he can be like, yeah, I'm the goaltending coach now. Because I'm pretty sure the league has some sort of rules around that. I mean, the Canucks got in trouble not too long ago because – they were practicing with team team officials mm-hmm. in the off season. I mean, you can't even practice anymore. They, they find you. So I can't imagine I the league allowing carry Price to even give Montembeau tips <laughs> on at practice because, you know, he should, give him tips on, yeah, he should give him tips on choosing his gear. My God. I agree. A hundred percent. By the way, like for those that don't know me, like uh, I'm a huge, huge Montembeau fan. I have said it like, since when everyone was thinking that he was a primo 2.0, I've always been a huge fan of him. And I, I am not at all like one mm-hmm. bit surprised by the success he's having. So kudos to him. But at the same time, I think he has like, 
I think he has a problem here with the choosing gear colors. <laughs> you know, I, I, he's got a, looks like a tic-tac-toe yeah. board, uh, the, the colors on, on his pads, you know. Um, and I am, and I'm just tying into that, I am a Nick Suzuki fan. So hmm. um, I've, I, I don't have a whole lot of jerseys, and that's, that is the one I have, the only one I do have with a, a name on it. And I don't have the C on it. I have an A on it. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But uh, talking about Montreal uh, one C's and, and, and like you said earlier, the amount of centers we have. And and I don't know. Like, it's very interesting. We went from, I believe, and, and I, I think Jake Evans is the sole survivor here because I'm pretty sure before we drafted Kakanyemi, mm-hmm. we were, we have no centers. The, the conversation was Montreal has no centers. Yep. Okay. You draft a center. Now, all of a sudden, you got Phil Deneau, you got Kokaniemi, you got Jake Evans, and you got someone else. You know, choose your – pick your poison. Nate, uh, we know because we got him for Kokaniemi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that is right. My bad. Inadvertently for Kokaniemi, yep, my yep, bad. Yep, yep. Um, but we had Kokaniemi, and then we pick your poison. Uh, Nate Thompson, St- uh, Steve Ott. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. uh, the, 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 the plumbers, Mitchell, uh, the, the, the Bergevin, uh, the Bergevin <laughs> plumbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pick, pick your poison. Right. So, okay. Then we don't have centers. Then we go into our era of, okay. Phil Deneau is left. We traded, uh, uh, oh, I guess we had Duran, but he's not a center. Yeah. Um, we traded, um, Kakinami. We got Dvorak. Um, Suzuki's still coming up. But now it's like okay, now we have Kirby Doc. Now there's so many centers to pick from in the draft. Um, and I also want to highlight. Got... Sorry to cut you off, but I also want to highlight how much no you're worries. a fan of Doc as well. You want to maybe talk about that? I mean, you're the, you were the, one of the first people that uh, actually sold me on him. Um, I kind of knew him from a distance, oh, yeah. and I was a big fan of Romanov. But uh, the guy has has really proven a lot for me, and at least the way I see him behaving on the ice. You know, not point wise, but oh. yeah, I think you're a fan yeah. of him. Oh, I, I love the guy, yeah. and 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 um, I'm gonna go to his elite prospects page here because I am not familiar with his origins. He's um, from Alberta, I, I think. Be. He is. Uh, he's Canadian. Yes, he's Canadian. Uh, he's from Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Third overall pick, six mm-hmm. four, two hundred twelve pounds. Okay, right-handed center, twenty-two years old. Okay. Um, this guy. Okay, well, let me see the team he played for here. Okay, he played in the WHL. Okay, another WHL player. Now, when he got drafted, I looked at this guy. Like, he has – also, he's doing he's doing technically worse than um, – or he did technically worse than Zach Benson's doing right now with Winnipeg Ice in the WHL. Mm-hmm. And he got drafted third. So, that's why I'm really high on Benson. But I was really high on Doc. He was uh, – hold on. i got to – I got a, okay, 2019 draft. That was Cole Caulfield, and I should remember it. I should remember this draft because it was the Vancouver draft. You were there. Uh, Jack Hughes. Cap- I was not there for the first round. I was there from round two to seven. And Mark mm. Bergevin traded all our picks for like seventh in 2027. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, I was like, I was like, okay, who are we gonna pick? Uh, the Canadian trade uh, pick uh, four. For 2028. Pick uh, you know. <laughs> And I was just like, I, and I had like two hours of sleep. I was, uh, yeah. Anyways, Jack Hughes, Capo Caco, Kirby Doc, Bowen Byram, another Canadian 
like 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 let's just look at this okay jack hughes yep great player yep okay capo caco not a great player no kirby doc i consider a, a good player now you have to realize it's 22 has one more point caco has one more point than doc and he only has 20 more games played than doc mm-hmm. exactly so kirby doc had a really slow start yeah i had this do you know about his uh, hand injury as well no, I don't. You should. I mean, this is kind of graphic. Oh, maybe I do. This is kind of graphic for those listening. But uh, I know, I do, I do, I do know. His yeah, entire hand was yeah. chopped off, like his, like it was completely okay, broken. Well. <laughs> Have you seen that? Before? Yes, yes, I, I saw it. I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, I'm looking at the um, pictures here. Oh. I mean, it's not for somebody, not for anyone to see, uh, unless they really want to. But. Uh, yeah, proceed with caution if you're gonna go take a look at that. It doesn't look good. This was the American Canadian first round. Um, Jack Hughes, uh, Kirby Doc, uh, Bowen Byram, really fantastic, but concussion issues. Yeah. Dylan Cousins, fantastic player. Um, the Americans, you know, Z- Turcott is is it's one a bust. of the worst players. Ever. Bust, yeah, bust for yeah. sure. Yeah, Zegris, fantastic. Matt Boldy, fantastic. Spencer Knight, you know, good, very good. Cam York, I wouldn't say fantastic, but solid. Cole Caulfield, fantastic. Then you have all the three, these three other Canadians, Newhook, Krebs. I mean, my goodness. And then you have the Tomasinos, the the uh, Ryan Suzuki, uh, <laughs> Arthur Arthur Kaliev. I mean, geez, like this. This is a this draft was really solid, but Kirby Doc is. You know, at the top of all these Canadians here. I mean, yeah. and we should and, just outsource all our all our drafting to Chicago. You go ahead, you draft them, and we'll we'll just trade for them later. I yeah, there we go. We're getting Connor Bedard. Yeah, exactly. For uh, for what do we trade? For our, Armia for, and uh, Doc? no, no. It was it was like <laughs> it was like pick. We'll do pick five and Jordan Harris, like we did with pick thirteen and Alex Romanov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Kirby Doc. Uh, that's not happening. Maybe maybe Anaheim's gonna bite, <laughs> but uh, I don't think so. I would like San Jose to bite, but you had to think like they'd pay a lot of money to, uh, to 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 jump up in Montreal. But anyway, San Jose, man, like it's just so discouraging. Like I, I was looking at uh, while we we're talking a little bit earlier about on their website, it is so discouraging. Like you have no idea. Uh, I can just name you a few names, and you're gonna just do a palm on your on your face. You know, just looking at uh, Logan Couture. Uh, 34 years old. Um, Eric. He's got a long deal, doesn't he? Yeah, he's 8 million for uh, four more years. He's 34 years old. So he'll be 38 <laughs> in a rebuild, basically. That's basically what it is. <laughs> uh, he's going to be retained at 50% going elsewhere, for sure. There's no way that. Yeah, 100%. I agree. And um, yeah, I'm looking at other contracts. I, mean, I don't want to depress our listeners here, but like basically, uh, Vlasic, three more years at 7 million. He's already 36 years old. Come on, I mean the guy's gonna be thirty-nine yeah. years old. <laughs> I can't. I that's the name. When you said Vlasic, I was thinking of Alex Vlasic. I believe he plays for Chicago. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, Mark Edward Vlasic. That guy's still alive. He's still and there. he outlived yeah. Shea Weber. I know. So I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Shea Weber was, uh, you know, Mark Edward Vlasic was a, a veteran on Team Canada when Rebel Weber was playing with him as a rookie. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> Vlasic uh, helped uh, invent uh, hockey. Uh, <laughs> it was there, uh, the original yeah. six. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I know. You could say the same thing with the Stahl brothers. Anyways, yeah. um, I wanted to move on. Okay. If that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Of course. Um, just the other team I wanted to talk about quickly yeah. was the Vancouver Canucks. Yep. Um, at 11th. Now, they tr- they bought out Oliver ekman Larson in what I consider to be uh, surprisingly one of Jim Benning's worst trades ever. The the Canucks traded uh, number nine overall yeah. in, I believe, um, the 2020 draft. Really? Uh, let me do my research here. Uh, yeah, they traded um, essentially Dylan Gunther. Um, and... You know what? Let me just pull up OEL trade here. Yeah, I have it here in front of me. That was uh, July 23rd, 2021 with the Coyotes. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go through? So you want July... me to, to list it? Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah go so basically, uh, Vancouver acquired from Coyote, the Coyotes Oliver Ekman Larson and Garland, uh, Connor Garland, um, in exchange, and that's it, in exchange for Antoine Roussel. Okay, that's a salary dump. Jay Beagle, yeah. salary dump. Salary dump. Louis Erickson, salary dump. Salary dump. Ninth overall pick in 2021 for and that turned out to be Dylan Gunther. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 2022 second round pick, which turned out to be Hunter Hay, or whatever height or whatever you want to describe it here. Okay. And a seventh this year as well. Okay. I mean, Arizona are still um, are still receiving things from that trade. Yeah, go ahead. You want to give your <laughs> thoughts on that? Yeah. So the thing is, that was probably the worst trade ever. Well, not ever, but yep. horrible because what did they do? They took on um, eight million in cap from OEL, who was I don't know what they saw in him. I guess you know OEL was one of these players. Like I, to tell you the truth, OEL was the Chitrin of the past like this guy was the player mm-hmm. on arizona the defenseman but i don't know how old he is already i mean he might be he, i don't think he's too too old he might be 31 or 30. um he uh com- I, I wouldn't say completely shut the bed but he was being out scratched by guys like i mean on the canucks there's some players on there like that are if you look at the canucks lines like he was scratched and they've got like these no-name NCAA defensemen mm-hmm. who they've signed. And it's like, you can't have $8 million scratched here. So um, from what I heard that Friedman said is that they, that the Canucks said they weren't going to buy anyone out. And then they just went ahead and yep. did it. Yep. And I feel like that's because they had some second thoughts about their future and said, you know what, like we need this money now. And because they were above, if you looked at cap, yeah, friendly, but still, like rebuilding with a Hornick. Okay, I get the guy is great and everything, but come on, like, did, did anyone see this coming? That's okay. Yes, I, I agree. So, I, in terms of San Jose, I I think the Canucks is one of the few teams in the league. I don't know where their direction is going, and I discussed this with my Canucks friends, and they have no idea how to answer it. Yeah, and I stand by that. Because where are they going? They traded Bo Horvath. They're talking about getting rid of Brock Besser and Connor Garland, yep. Bo Villiers. Okay, well, you want to contend. And Pedersen is there looking want... at this and he's like, you know. And he has a contract coming up very soon. Really? And yes, he does. Okay. And um, and Thatcher Demko. And it's like, okay, you're just wasting these guys. So 
fine. Okay, makes sense. You want, and they don't have any picks. Like they've lost all their picks, so they've they are in a bad spot. And I feel like they're either like you got you got to get a miracle to fix this. Now the thing is this: in terms of the eleventh overall pick, okay, there's a there, well. I'm gonna go at the I same pushed, time. Like there's a Sportsnet list I'm looking at here. Uh, yeah, Dvorsky, some guy I can't pronounce his name. Again, I'm I'm being. Uh, Don Cherry here, but uh, Axel Sandin Pelika, okay. That is a player I wanted to mention. Yeah, uh, and then Oliver Moore, Matthew Wood, Colby Barlow. These are the people that are in the same neighborhood as. Uh, there's a guy called uh, Samuel Hornzek. Uh, he's from the Vancouver <laughs> Giants, left wing. Um, mm. I don't know if that could be a player there for uh, of interest for them at ten, but there I know they're picking at eleven, but the guy is listed at ten in Sportsnet. Okay, so uh, a player. Okay, there's there's one, two. Just trying to count here. One, two. I, I might have to think of the third one. Two players I've heard around that range would go to the Canucks, um, and I did a little bit of research on this. Yeah. Um, Axel Sandin Palika and. Uh, Nate Danielson. Now the thing about Axel Sandin Palika, he's 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 small. Now he's not small, small. Like he's five eleven. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at the past five Stanley Cup champions. All of them. Like look at this Vegas defense. This Vegas defense was all big, yep. mobile. Yep. They could hit. They could pass. They could shoot. That was. But like, I I understand Quinn Hughes is an exception. Quinn Hughes is very good. But you cannot put this guy next to Quinn Hughes, who's the same height. Nope. Oh, I was going to say, how tall do you think Kale McCarr is? 5'10". What? No way you guessed that. I did. Or did you know? I, I just I, I play a lot of NHL. Dude, I thought he was like 6'3 this no, whole time. No, he's not. He, he I, He's a train, though. He's a he's, he's a 18-wheeler on, on the ice. Um, I, he, he doesn't look... I mean, I'm not going to say 5'10 or 5'11 is like tiny. Yeah. But like, he doesn't. I thought I, you might, he might be because like the gear he wears is all very tight to him, and if he's very lanky. I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think it's the high altitude in Denver that's playing with your head here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's his. Uh, I've always known that he's five ten, uh, but he doesn't I play like a five ten. He looks like Hedman out there. Apparently, he's five eleven on five eleven here. Yeah, five ten. Yeah. That's better. Okay, so same height as well. Same thing as Crosby. And they won I mean, the Crosby cup with him. Crosby isn't that height range as well, and you never thought he's five eleven. And you never two hundred pounds. I know that. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I I think you can win with like like okay, I mean Colorado won the cup with Cam McCarr. Yeah. Uh, there's other teams that won the cups with smaller players. I'm not too high on Quinn I, I might not be popular for this for saying this. I think the sky is going to shine elsewhere. I think Vancouver are. Doomed, doomed, like completely. Um, one thing I want to mention here: this is actually this is the first time ever I, I've, I've tried this feature on Cap Friendly. You can go on the trade history for the Vancouver, for the Vancouver Canucks, and you can filter by uh, by trades that involve a first round pick. And I find that oh, very interesting. Really? Yeah, because I don't know, like maybe you can tell me more because you're closer uh, to that. Is area. this under tools? Um, it's in no. You just go on the Canucks page and you click on trade history somewhere. Oh, okay. And you can oh, okay. filter by draft pick. And I clicked on number one because I just want to see. Uh, Trade history. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Look, I did not know that you could do this. I remember seeing something where you could like look at general manager history yeah. at trade. So I would do that with like Benning and Bergevin and stuff. But the only thing I want to bring to your attention when I'm looking at this, like take a look at the timeline. 2010, 13, 14, and then absolutely nothing for five years. And then 2019, 21, 23. And you can see here that it, it's just bad decisions one after the other. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe you know more about like who the hell was the manager at the time. But uh, I'm looking at this and I'm I'm not impressed one bit. Like it's just bad decisions one after the other. Um, um, and what are we talking about specifically? Which trades? All of them. Like I'm just saying here, 2010, oh, 13, yeah, yeah, 14. Yeah. And then nothing happened for five years involving first round picks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah, that trade's interesting. Well, don't forget. Well, Brian Kessler put them in a, in a, in a hole. He he would only want to go to like Anaheim or something like really? that. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, maybe I'm completely wrong because you questioned me. Maybe I'm. I just remember Kessler doing something like that. I just remember him being um, being like a. I think he had like some controversy. I don't know. I don't remember what it was to be honest. But like it's just he was part of that that same uh, BX core with the Sedins and the Burrows and that mm-hmm. stuff. Burrows, that's another name I wish I would to never hear again, but for, for different <laughs> reasons. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's just bad yeah. decisions one after the other. I mean, they lucked out in 2013. They traded Cody, Corey Schneider, and that turned out into Bo Horvat. So that's an amazing trade. But then the rest of it, it's just disasters. Just selling Horvats and uh, getting, a, again, a, a non North American player in Ekman Larson. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just. Not a not a good I, look. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was just looking at this. They got J.C. Miller for a first, a third, and some guy. Um, they the first turned into Shakir Mukamadulin. Mm-hmm. Um, J.T. Miller is a good player. I think he he's lazy at sometimes. If you if you watched uh, Max Patch ready in this regular season, that's him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, his match Patch ready with the Montreal Canadiens. Um, them trading for OEL and Garland uh, and doing all these cap dumps that were going to expire very soon anyways for, you know, d- to get rid of and giving up Dylan Gunther. Yeah. I think that's dumb. The Bo Horvat trade. I mean, just imagine getting Bo Horvat for Corey Schneider and then having to trade Bo Horvat. And in my opinion, getting this, I like, okay, Beauvillier, I think is solid, but they don't want to keep him. And Atu Ratti, uh, apparently, sorry, Atu Ratu, mm-hmm. you know, f- legendary first overall pick in uh, you know NHL I know, franchise. I know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, that's how I know this guy. Yeah, exactly. And he went in like the second round or something. Yep. I don't know. Yep. yep, I remember that. And then a 2023 first round pick. So the Canucks don't have a f- their the New York Islanders at number 17 overall. The pick becomes unprotected if it is in the top 12. So it isn't. It's outside that top 12. Look, okay. I, I mean, I, look, I, I think this is this oh, no, type of discussion. Sorry, I think we're going to have it more and more on teams just to showcase this. But I know I agree with you. Like the Vancouver Canucks are going to be the, the the reason why I have frustrations with the Vancouver Canucks is is we're not about to find out re- very quickly what's the direction of the team. This is going to this is going to take a long time for us to figure it out. I think. Um, because we're not going to find out this summer what's the, they're not going to go ahead and and trade for a dry saddle here. I mean, they, 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 I have no yeah, idea what, what the uh, and I'm looking at the their GM Patrick Alvin. 
mm-hmm. European scouting. He was a director of European scouting with the Pittsburgh Pet Penguins. Okay, for five years. No, no one. I wonder why he's just uh, getting uh, getting European players. Um, <laughs> again, I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm just saying that you know, in terms of rebuilding something, if you want to re- have real gutsy players, I think you should be sticking to the three. That's my personal opinion. Uh, the Russians, the Americans, and the Canadians. Um, I don't know. Uh, and also, like, all- and I will, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I will say for everyone disagreeing with Danny right now um, that I see the. I, I don't think like that. I think that I do have a preference. Yeah. I think certain, like, you know, I don't know. And it's just based on, on bias and history of, of players that played for a team. I mean, I can tell you a lot more. I know there's a lot more Canadians in the league anyway, so it's easy to, to pick and choose yeah. and especially Americans. But I'm a, I, I like Swedish players are really good. I uh, Finnish players. I could, you know, hit or miss. Germany's getting a lot, um, a good. Um, they're pumping out good prospects. Yeah. It seems. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And Russia, I have my, you know, you're not going to get always Ovechkins. You could get, like, how many players have left the league as of late? Yeah. Like Vitaly Kravtsov, he just went and signed in Russia for two years or something, yeah. and they, the Canucks traded for him. Uh, you know. Uh, infamous uh you know buy a dog alex radulov yep uh you know evade the taxes or something like that like <laughs> i just i don't have a track record that makes me think yeah i want to get the russian guy because yeah i know the... and 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 it, maybe it's not fair to think like that because again the, it's not about it like matter. look we can't be criticized for noticing trends that's all like i, I what i'm saying here is exactly. just basically noticing trends i have nothing again you want to talk about your european players that i don't really like, but one of my all-time favorite players in the current league that is active is uh, Tivo Teravainen in in the in the Hurricanes. Okay, that's mm. uh, that's an Aho. I mean, there's there's so much to love with there as well. So again, I'm not trying to say that you know Rantanen. Hey, that's another example of uh, of those. Yeah, those exactly. Like I have a preference. Hey, don't forget Slavkovsky. Well, yeah, you had to go there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say, I stole a joke from someone on Twitter. Uh, I, I love um, uh, the nickname they gave him. They gave him Forrest Gump. I like it a lot. I, I like that that nickname a lot. Um, Forrest Gump. I, and, and like for those that don't know me, really, like I, I love big, strong players, like kind of the Lin, Eric Lindros and the Forsbergs of this world. Not Philip Forsberg, but the Peter Forsberg. So I like big players. It's just. And I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that Stavkovsky is going to pan out. But I'm seeing some very early things that I don't like. And maybe I'm reading too much into this, but this is kind of what we were talking about when we first started this episode about us taking interest of uh, things happening outside the rink. I don't like the fact that he's not best buddies with the, uh, with Goldie and Jackai and, and, and Caulfield and Suzuki. I don't like that. When I'm seeing stuff like mm-hmm. that, he's kind of yeah. the reject and you're supposed to be first overall in your team. Uh, I don't like seeing that. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm, I'm completely left field here, and he's going to come here and score 35 this year. But I, I am not seeing it right now. I don't think that's going to happen, actually. Um, and you have to realize, okay, as much as you want to blame him for not hanging around these guys, yeah. you have to realize he's just getting used to the ice. 
the bigger eyes. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah I think uh, that's good. I th <laughs> yeah, I think that's an inside joke for those that don't know. I think we're we're always making this joke that these Europeans are are getting used to the smaller eyes. We these insiders and these professional panelists and whatnot, like on getting paid on ESPN, we should be there, me and you. Uh, I want to say all these cliches <laughs> as well, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. say, uh, you know, I gotta get the uh, get the job done and fuck the fuck the eyes, and you never know when you enter the playoffs, and I don't know what, like all these. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, yeah exactly. Vancouver, I, you know, I, I think we've covered enough. I think we're gonna be doing this more and mm. more. These uh, deep. Uh, uh, deep dives on 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 various teams, just because again that's kind of what we're, what the aim for is for the show, um, because we already do this me and you on the side anyways. Uh, we like to examine yeah. the team from bottom uh, from top to bottom, but also maybe have some some people from from that community as well join the podcast and and give. Their oh yeah, tip. for sure. I would love to hear about uh, fan experiences as well around the league. I'm not fortunate enough to travel. Um, to every single city it is on my bucket list but i would love to have people tell us about their fan experience just because you know i've been to detroit i've been to uh obviously in montreal calgary vancouver um some other places as well but i would love to hear like the fan experience of nashville you know and anaheim and and and, and la you know we, we hear so much about la these kind of things so mm -hmm. maybe yeah. not so much about uh, uh, ottawa Maybe Ottawa, they can keep that for themselves. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned, yeah, Coach Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned uh, bucket list. Is uh, bungee jumping on your bucket list? Definitely not. But I can see myself skydiving, that's for sure. What about you? Nah, screw skydiving. <laughs> I, Enough for the skydiving. I was seeing, uh, <laughs> this kind of reminded me of, a, of a, I saw this on TikTok, I think, last week. There was a guy who, um, who pulled up a stunt uh, while he was skydiving alone. And he shot with his mm -hmm. flare gun, his parachute, so that he can like showcase using his backup parachute. And one of the guys in the comments said, uh, "Tag me when he shoots the the other parachute." You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious, but uh, that stuck with me. <laughs> Tag me in the next video when he shoots the, the other parachute. <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, so that's good. Yeah, I think we look. There's one thing that um, I've been talking to you about, and a bunch of our friends as well at the same time, and it just happened that Jeff Merrick, uh, you know, stole my idea for this for his episode. Um, he was talking about uh, Mitchkov going to um, uh, going to Washington with the whole Russian mm -hmm. connection, and this team is is really a fan of of Russian players. That was my mm -hmm. idea. I could easily see this guy. Being completely sponsored by Ovechkin, Ovechkin doesn't even even have a, a an agent. Like the guy is is running the entire show. He's got an entire organization worth billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars, just there for his record with the Gretzky record. Basically, that's what it is. That's the whole yeah. purpose of the yeah. Capitals in the league right now, is to rebuild around Ovechkin and just give him the puck so he can just keeps filling the net. <laughs> it's true, yeah. You know, they have two. They true. have two missions yeah. right now, so I could see Mishka. I so let me take a look here at the draft. So I was gonna say, yeah, there's two teams there that uh, you would have to think about for what for Mishka. And, and yeah, and I've got one team that I see taking Mishka before Washington. Who? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, that what what this? Wait a minute. Where where are you in this list? What are you talking about? So Philadelphia is is is. 
22nd. No, they're 7th. So they have two picks. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, the 7th. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got two. They traded, uh, yeah, because they just got... Um, they just got uh, the pick um, from LA in the Pro Bowl. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, uh, I don't see Arizona taking him because I can just say I can just see Mishkov saying, you know what? I'd rather stay in Russia. <laughs> and, Keep your friends and, and also, for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's Arizona. Philly, I see them taking him because, because okay, because apparently it's very tough to talk to him. Apparently. Apparently, apparently. I, can you help and me find where the Washington are picking? Doesn't seem like they have. They're a pick. at eighth. They're at eighth. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed it. Are you... That that logo is so bad on cap friendly. So small. Okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. So okay. They, so there's so before Washington, there's the Arizona Coyotes and the Philadelphia Flyers, then the Washington Capitals. You know, and I, and and to be fair, I think it's good. To, it's fair to say Montreal Canadiens as well there. So there's three teams before the Capitals. I think the Coyotes have, unless their their management has changed, which I doubt. I don't think it did. Um, they've shown some sort of loyalty to, because I know the chain don't left the organization to work with the Leafs, uh, but I'm not sure what kind of leadership they, if they had any changes with the Coyotes as of late. Um, but last year, like you remember, like everyone was caught out in the, into the drama with Shane Wright and everything. They couldn't care less. They wanted Logan Cooley and they stuck with Logan Cooley, you know. So mm-hmm. when I'm hearing some something like that, that tells me that they're not going to get into the drama of everything happening. If they have their eyes on one person, they're going to go get him. Or maybe they just had mm-hmm. a bad interview with, with Shane Wright. But I'm just saying that if if, Lo- if Logan Cooley and, and Gunter and all these players, and uh, what's the name of uh, uh, Keller as well, all these U.S. players that are lining up over there, I think if if they're they're given an option for an American player versus Mishkov, they'll go there. And I 100% agree with you. That would be like a big splash by Daniel Briere as well to draft Mishkov. He's going to make a name for himself. He arguably on paper, he drafted the second best player uh, at number seven. So, Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. One team that uh, that I'm very interested in seeing is Detroit. These guys. These guys, they're... They're in a league of their in a world of their own when it comes to making decisions uh, off the board. Um, mm-hmm. I have total trust in whoever they're gonna they're gonna draft, and it's probably gonna be some guy who was in like in the third round on on Bob's list, you know. But I I think I I don't know. I was having a conversation not too long ago about Detroit and their picking, and there's there's a track record that just didn't seem seem that good. I. I some someone was like, uh, I don't know. I I just saw like Eiserman's an idiot, and it was like this pick. It turned out to be cider. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. It definitely wasn't that. Okay. Uh, cider is 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 good. Um, yeah. But he's not as good as he. I mean, okay, mind you, it's a sophomore season, and he played with Ben Chirot, So uh, <laughs> there you go. But. Um, well, He's... it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. I think let's uh, let's reconvene. I think on after the draft, maybe the first round. Um, how about how about we yeah. do this? How about we do an episode after the first round, and then we do another episode after the second round, and that'll be like a few days after, so that we can take a look at who who the. Let's pick like a few teams that we we think did a good job, uh, and talk about that. I think. 
see if, if I yeah go ahead yeah we're, let, let's um let's put that as an as an asterisk just because um we'll, we'll talk about it and just see um you know just because of scheduling and stuff like that we'll we'll see what works best for us yeah. um because just because um for the first round I uh, me and my buddy we go to Boston Pizza so the likelihood of uh, of me getting home in time. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll, we'll figure it out. Depending on who Montreal drafts, if we draft a really good player, we'll, I might stay late. A six-hour podcast. A, really player. It's a six-hour episode <laughs> yeah. covering uh, <laughs> uh, the trade of uh, Caulfield yeah. uh, to, uh, to Philadelphia. For, uh... Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what we get on the next episode. Uh, you want to talk about what we might – or you want to wrap that conversation and just go into what we'll be talking about next episode? Or what do you want to so do? We're just going to – just stick to the basics, I think. Let's just uh, gather whatever comes up uh, as newsworthy in the league. Uh, maybe some hirings, like within organizations, and I think there are going to be more trades as well. The trades are going to be unbelievable, I think, in uh, during the draft as well. The, that first round, I think, huge trades mm-hmm. are going to come. So maybe more yeah, buyouts. I, I'm, I'm, I am hearing from people who actually hear things. Yeah. Um, that 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 there are trades lined up, but don't forget when Seattle had their expansion draft, yep. all we heard was "get ready for the trades," and there was nothing. So, uh, who knows? Maybe it's the same people reporting that who are reporting this. I think all the GMs uh, they have uh, Frank Severvalli uh, blocked on on their. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. It's like a, a virus now in these uh, in their computers. You know, like block anything that comes from this guy. Ken Hughes is walking up to the uh, the podium and he says, uh, "Montreal's drafted uh, uh, Reinbacher," and he says, "What the?" F-? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so again, yeah, let's, let's go know. back on the draft results. But I, I'm telling you right now, something tells me that uh, the trades are going to be controversial if if we see any. So, okay, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Let's see if Ken Hughes does something. Let's see if someone does something. Like, like you have to look at. How many new gyms are there are? Yep, um, making us making the new the, the the new coaching staffs. I don't know. It's just going to be like okay. I think that I think I think the top the top three is set. I don't think anyone's moving in and out of that as much as Kent Hughes might want to trade up. Yep. we'd have to pay a hefty price. And and the thing is, there's the also the conversation about Pierre Luc Dubois, and oh yeah, that is in my and yeah, we can get into that. But I think in my opinion. And a majority of people's opinions that that's kind of because he's given other options of like you know for and this is the thing, this is my problem with certain players, but like it's their right. The whole year the guy's saying I want to go to Montreal, I love Montreal. Hey, Caulfield, let's hang out at this club, whatever. And then you know then he's like, yeah, you know what? By the way, Montreal is my first option, mm-hmm. but my second option is L.A. My third option is this, and then L.A.'s like, oh really? Here's and so, and LA has so much better to offer for an expiring RFA than us. They, if 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 they want a center, okay, here have uh, Byfield. We could care less. Uh, have Byfield and Turcott. I mean, these two are, you know, whatever. Byfield's to be determined, but hey, have them and have uh, Sean Dersey. We've already got the top four settled. Yep. Montreal, we trade Kirby Doc and and Harris. I mean, it's we're a lateral kind of setting move. ourselves back. I know. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't make sense. So, but. What Kent Hughes was talking about, or what the I think I forgot who said this, but it might have been Marinero or mm-hmm. somebody saying that 
Montreal if they don't draft a center or they don't move up in the in the draft for Will Smith or Leo Carlson yeah. that they will uh, go for Dubois. Well, I don't know how much of a reality that is now, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, you, you got to give us kudos here, uh, a tap in the back for me and, and you for finishing almost this episode and not talking once about Dubois. And when you open up Twitter, this that's is, you true. And 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 like the entire everything on Dubois, everything on Twitter right now is where is Mishkov going? Where is Dubois going? And it's uh, frankly, it's yeah. I'm, I'm just glad we covered other things as well. So and and Sean Monahan toast uh, picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anything else you wanted to bring up before we wrap this up? No, I don't have anything. Um, okay. We'll see what the next episode is, whether it's after the first or after the second round. And just a total rec- recap on it all, but we'll see. And aside from that, I think this is, um, like like we said, this is a, a, a basically a space for us to just put what we do usually on a platform, mm-hmm. um, and and make basically uh, force feed you this content, okay? And and um, we totally expect soon to be sponsored by uh, <laughs> maybe not Budweiser, Amst- but we'll, we'll... vodka. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pink Danny. Yeah, exactly, and and Logitech, uh, the, the the newest mouse pads. Yeah, no. Love. Look, I, I think what uh, I'll leave the listeners with one more thing that I think I would have loved to get into today, but I think we're gonna keep this maybe not even for the next episode, but down the road. I would be very interested in seeing which direction Pittsburgh goes and Toronto goes. Mm-hmm. Those two mm-hmm. swapped, and also Calgary, but Calgary. They've gotten me used to now to mediocrity. So I, I, again, keep in mind, like my favorite player is Iginla, and, and uh, he's just joined the organization. I, I'm, I know that he's not making all the decisions, but it's just very discouraging seeing that they went to the bargain bin for their GM and the bargain bin for the coach. That's just my opinion personally, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to mm-hmm. be very interesting what Brad does in Toronto with his goalies and and all of these things, and uh, what Dubas does with very with people that are beyond his experience like you know when Dubas is talking about a team you know you got Crosby, Malkin, and Latang uh, you gotta tread carefully here you, you gotta give them what they need and they're gonna have a way bigger voice than people like Matthews and Marner that's just my opinion as well I don't want to get into it too much but the, I think the reason around the Dubas hiring is because the owner is is wants to keep like like it's Washington Washington is about legacy now. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And and I think Pittsburgh's the exact same way. And the reason Jim Rutherford left is because he didn't have the control that he wanted, and the control he wanted was trading Chris Latang. Exactly. And that's not that is not what the owner wanted. And so what I think is they look at what Dubis has done in Toronto, yep. whether that be good or bad. But he gets Ryan O'Reilly's. He gets you know okay, let's exclude Marco Giordano, but uh, yep. you know he gets other players here that are that can help get the penguins back to the playoffs yep. i think yeah and i and agree he's he's yeah so i don't know but it, that's it's gonna be very interesting and, and the guy is also used to working with ownerships that are like formed by lawyers and i don't know what so uh, <laughs> you know you know, yeah. you know what i think of that so anyways look yeah. there's a lot yeah, to yeah. talk about i think this has been really really fun as a first as a first episode here um if there's nothing else i think we're just going to give our uh, leave our listeners here some uh uh, some music, I guess, or something, and uh, we can reconvene soon. So this has been awesome, man. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. This has yeah, been awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. See you guys.
See you.